Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome once again to another magical Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt Hinshaw, one of your two hosts of said film. I don't know why we're hosts. We never ever have any guests on. It's just us. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's true. It's just us. Yeah. The people of the real film nerds, the two nerds, as you just heard, Mysterious Mike Talent and myself, Matt Hinshaw of the Prescott's and Realty One Group and James Mishner team and Lisa live on KPPV. Is it KPPV? Oh, no, it's KYC. God damn it. Of course I get it fucking wrong. (laughs) I know too many fucking media things around here. We'll talk about her later. Because she never listens to the podcast, so I don't care. She she doesn't find. But KYCA1490, uh, Lisa Live, I'm on there, and I talk for fucking ever. That's why you never hear it on the podcast. I sometimes have to talk for a full half hour, and it's a- Wow, full uh, yeah. full half hour, dude. Have you, have you listened, Mike, on Friday mornings yet? You can listen to the no. backlog. It's on the website, on not oh, ours, okay. but theirs. Um, there's yeah, no- four people I talk with. Oh, okay. I I will uh I will try and listen on this next one, Matt, or or maybe I'll just listen to the backlog. Yeah, you can go to the backlog. It's on their site. It's not on YouTube or anything like that. They have their own site. But um yes, allergies are still with me, people. Uh we went from being ice cold last week to now eighty five. And Phoenix is supposed to be a hundred tomorrow, so my allergies are fucking with me hard. But anyways, there's four people. There's me and Lisa. And then CJ is one of the engineers, and then Eric is one of the engineers slash phone guy slash weatherman slash whatever. He does a little bit of everything. He's a big-time guy. He sits in there. He has his own booth and everything. He's not even in the same room. And all four of us just talk. Instead of just me and Lisa, which is what everybody else does, Lisa just brought in the two other guys because she's like, the more the merrier. Why not? Oh, okay. So on any other segments, it's 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 just Lisa and, and somebody else, but for, for the movies, it's everybody? So, no, no. So she talks with all four guys, but she has a different host, or not a different host. She has a different person she interviews every day, uh, sometimes multiple people. She's on for a solid hour of just talk. And so I come in at 9.30 on Friday after she gets done with her first and possibly second guest, and then I go in. If she only has one guest and they don't talk a whole lot, I get to talk a whole lot. Because as we found out last week, uh, with the four of us combined, we can really talk about movies and get things going. We talked about uh, our film coming up for next week's podcast. We talked about uh, favorite films of said named actor in it. We will talk about that. But uh, it's fun. It's a good time. Uh, CJ went and saw our film this week, and he also saw the new Super Mario Brothers movie. So he talked a little bit about that. It's actually really kind of a lot of fun to have so many people just sit there bullshitting about film for you know a good thirty minutes every week. Wow, man, that's really cool. Uh, speaking about the Super Mario Brothers, oh my gosh, man, killed it at the box office. I know. And what's interesting is that the people love it. The critics hated it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, it, it's like, uh, somebody at work put it to me like this. It's a movie for kids, but also a bunch of adults want to go see it. So it's kind of like a movie for the family who wants to go see it. Who's grown up playing video games, which is like our generation, man. Yeah. Well, it, it's a lot of, uh, uh, 
throwbacks, a lot of uh, member berries, I guess is a nice way to put it. From what I've heard there, if you've been gaming Super Mario like our generation has since the beginning, uh, you know, there's a lot of shout outs to all the old games and lots of different things. Uh, there is controversy surrounding that film uh, with Chris Pratt voicing Mario instead of the original actor who is still alive, who does make voice cameos in the film. He didn't fil- He didn't do the uh, voice for Mario and that pissed a lot of people off. That's the big big controversial topic on it yeah yeah i remember they were like why is it chris pratt i'm like i don't know so i i don't know some you know when the internet picks uh winners and losers man i i I have no idea exactly what all the motivations are you know why it's chris pratt is because he's a big named actor no one unless you play video games knows the actor that voiced mario oh yeah i guess so so anyways all right mike so enough about super mario brothers not to get off topic, but you know it's good to chat about other films since it only seems to be two or three a week now, which is kind of sad. The other film that came out this week for Easter weekend, I went and saw it twice, believe it or not, which is what I will discuss later, uh, is a, I guess you call it a docudrama. It's based on reality. Um, I'm sure it's embellished quite a bit here and there, but it's directed by uh, a well-known guy, uh, mostly known for acting. Mike, we're talking about uh, Air. So uh, why don't you give us a rundown? All right, Matt. Yep. Uh, Air is directed by uh, Ben Affleck, and it was written by Alex uh, Convery. And this movie is starring Matt Damon, uh, Jason Bateman, Ben Affleck, uh, Viola Davis, and uh, Chris Tucker and Matthew uh, Mayer. And this movie is about... um, the history of the shoe salesman Sonny Vaccaro and how he led Nike in its pursuit of the greatest athlete in history of basketball, Michael Jordan. Okay, Mike. So I know what my first impressions are. Do you know what your first impressions are? Uh, I think so. I think I do uh, know what my first impressions are. I, I like this movie quite a bit. I thought it was fun. Yeah, like you said, it's it's a docudrama. So I'm I'm sure there's some embellishment here and there but uh i think they got the main points of the story and uh, it's pretty fascinating one honestly i absolutely love this movie i'm not saying that because i saw it twice i'm saying that because i love this movie my rating did not change i saw it on wednesday and i saw it on thursday my rating did not change it stayed the same even though watching it twice i think this movie is absolutely fantastic and is a much must watch granted you and i probably have a little bit more tied to it because again this is our generation granted it was 1984 we were very young but i remember being in elementary school and wanting a pair of jordans and my mom saying i can't afford a pair of jordans but i got you these payless shoes that look very similar i i uh, also remember wanting a pair of jordans because we saw them and uh my mom also uh i think we saw them at the shoe store this is back when you would go to like a Shoe store. I mean, I guess people still go to shoe stores. Like, but like, I don't know. I felt like it was a big deal to go to the shoe store back then. Maybe it's just because I was a little kid. I don't know. But, and and you'd see it. It was like up on this pedestal and it's like, you'd look at the price and it was crazy expensive. It was an expensive shoe. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. And I mean, I understand why they charge so much now after watching this film, but, um, to get back on topic about the shoe store thing, yeah, it was always a big deal going to the shoe store because uh, in my family, we went, you know, once, maybe twice a year. 
And it was usually to get brand new shoes for school or because you tore up your brand new shoes and you had to get new shoes or like for church or something like that. You had to get new dress shoes or something. Those were the only times we went to the shoe store. Mike, uh, do you remember the name of the shoe store you went to back home? Because I do. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, it's called the Shoehorn. Yes, sir. That's right. Went to the Shoehorn. And I remember when they moved to the the strip mall by Walmart, it was like a big controversy because they were no longer downtown. That was like the end of like downtown when the shoe store left. Yeah, yeah. That that's what that's what did it. You know, the crazy downtown of old Vista. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, man. It was parties. Now it's just full of hookers and trolls, you know. But uh uh you know where I buy shoes now, I still do it to this day because I had to. You never had to do this because you're right at the cutoff. You could get any shoe you want. You know, you know the trials and tribulations I went through in high school trying to get shoes. And I'm lucky. I my feet have not grown. My feet are actually a lot smaller than they should be for my height. But uh um I would go to Big Five and walk in. I still do this to this day. And I go, bring me the 13s. And then whatever they bring me, I look through them. Whichever one I like the best and whichever one fits is the one I buy. I don't go in there and pick a shoe I want. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, uh, I, do, I do know that uh, once you get to certain sizes, like a 13 or, or above, uh, your, your uh, selection is vastly limited. It is. It is. But thanks to Amazon, you can get just about anything, but still it's very limited. Like I'll find a pair of shoes I like, like Skechers or something on Amazon. Like, okay, do they have 13s? Nope. It stops at 12. It just doesn't have the option. Some of them will keep going all the way to like 17 or 18, but I got lucky because most people my height wear 14s or 15s and I stopped dead at 13s. Still the same thing. Even though I've gotten much bigger over my lifetime, I still my feet are still quite narrow for how tall I am. And I just wear a normal size 13, not a wide, not an XL wide, none of that shit. Anyways, I will stop talking about shoes. Mike effing love this movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it, it was great. This is a good movie. Uh, this movie kind of had this good, I don't know, like the, the actors in it were great. Everybody was great for their parts. And like, it was good to see Ben Affleck and Matt Damon together again, um, but this seemed better than their, uh, what was the night one we watched a few, uh, it was like a couple years ago that Wrigley Scott movie. Um, yeah, it was actually last the duel. year. Was it duel or, uh, I last don't think it was duel. duel, but it was something like that. Yeah. La- last duel. Le- the, the last, last duel. duel. Yes. Correct. Yes. So but, the last duel was, uh, I don't know, like kind of weird. Like, it just didn't have that chemistry that those guys seem to have, but this one had it. Oh, yeah. This totally did. But also, who's the director of this film? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah. And I have to applaud him. I thought he did very good because there are parts of this film that could be extremely boring because they're literally just phone conversations. And Affleck's directing and cinematography choices really just helps emphasize how important a lot of these phone calls were. Oh, man. The the agent guy? Um, I... Uh... I forget his name, uh, the character's name. Uh, hold on. Uh, the, the, the character uh, Chris Minza played, uh, David Falk. Oh, man. Those guys were hilarious when uh, Sonny Vaccaro and David Falk talked. It was like they both hated each other but knew that each other were necessary evils. 
Dude, the the second conversation where they had where Fock is talking about just like chewing on his balls and all kinds of other stuff. I mean, there people were just losing it in the theaters. It was so funny. Yeah, no, it it, it was great. It was great. Uh, this this movie just has a really good flow, man. It's I mean, obviously the story, you know, we knew the what the ending of the story would be, right? But uh, I guess it's 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 the journey, the journey of how you got there, and like being the underdog you know this this movie is talking about like uh kind of like the american story and like how america is gonna eat you up and um they're gonna make you a hero or whatever and then they're gonna tear you down um that was really fascinating like that was such a good speech uh that he gave during the pitch like i mean that was incredible I don't know if that was true or not, but I feel like a lot of it was. Oh, a, a lot of it was. I don't know about the story, like the actual pitch, but maybe I, I would think it was because that's one of those things that uh, Sonny Vaccaro is known for is fighting for athletes' rights afterwards, as you read at the end of the film. But um, uh, one thing I really, really liked about it is the parallels. So here's Sonny Vaccaro is believing in Jordan, and nobody's believed in Jordan his whole life until – he became a, a freaking rock star in the NBA. And Sonny is like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I see something special. I see something magical here. Everybody knew that he was going to sign with whoever, but they weren't like like pushing, like Converse and Adidas weren't like pushing really hard like they were with their, their big time rock stars. But Sonny and Nike, I draw parallels between them and Michael Jordan because Nike's this little company, at least back then, which I had no clue was a little company that turned into this massive giant and no one believed in them. They had like 17% market share. They were barely scraping by. They weren't even going to do basketball shoes at all. They were just going to stick to running and track shoes, which is what they were known for. And here they go, you know, just getting behind Michael Jordan, who also no one else really got super behind. He wasn't the number one draft pick. He was like number three or four or five. Hell, I think he might have been six. He was down the way in the draft. And everyone's like, yeah, we want him and stuff, but he's not like, you know, these other players. And it turns out he is, in my personal opinion, I know everybody likes LeBron, but I still feel that Michael Jordan's a better basketball player. I think he's the best ever. Yeah, no, uh, it was extremely interesting. I don't know if this part of the story was true or not, but I mean, it, it was awesome to watch is he got all of this from watching like 20 to 30 seconds of a game where Michael won the game on a buzzer beater. And, uh, that's what they said, you know, improved his, um, his, uh, drafting in the number that he did draft. Uh, and he was just watching it over and over and he's like, wait a second, there's something here. And, and then he said, then he, he reasoned it all out, you know, why would the coach give a freshman the final shot of the game? Like it was, it was, uh, it was really cool. I, I really like how that was pieced together. Well, and it also wasn't the final shot of the game. It was the final shot to win the national title. I mean, the final four, like the end all be all of everything basketball next to the NBA. And he gives the ball to an 18 year old kid and the kid doesn't sweat it at all. And no one notices except for Sonny Vaccaro. It's pretty impressive. It, it, it was. It was a very, very interesting. And like this guy, they didn't dive into it, but it seemed like he was uh, kind of a savant with uh, 
statistics and uh, anything to do with basketball. And like they they did show in the beginning of the movie, he 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 goes. I guess this isn't a spoiler, really. No, I the, I don't he, know, man. We're so far into this. Like, uh, spoil away is what I'm thinking. Even though we've got haven't done our other segments, I mean, we're pretty far into the podcast already. All right. Well, it's it's not really a spoiler, I don't think. Anyway, he he bets a lot on on stuff in Vegas, uh, and uh, it's all sports stuff. It's stuff he all knows, like but like the back of his hand, and it's like he wins a yeah. bunch of money. Yeah, but then he shits the bed at the craps table. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he wins. I think he won one hand or one uh, throw, but like lost it all, like just as quick as he won it. Anyway, um, uh, I guess I guess Matt, it's 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 getting tough to not really talk about kind of spoiler thingies, even though we kind of know the outcome to this. So, I'm gonna ask you, what are you drinking this fine morning or evening or afternoon? <sighs> well, Mike, thank you for asking. I'm drinking a beer that I had hidden away in the fridge. It's a great beer on a warm day, which it is a warm day here in Prescott. I'm drinking a big blue van, which is a blueberry wheat from the brewers out of Lake Havasu City at College Street Brew House. It's a very, very good beer. Oh, nice, dude. Nice. How interesting, man. A blueberry wheat. All right, cool. I've had it a few times on the podcast before, but yeah, it's a... It's not an overpowering wheat. I mean, not wheat. It's not overpowering flavor of blueberry, which is what really sets it off. It just has a, like a hint of it. It's very good. Well, Matt, I'm I'm back to my Aldi beer. I'm drinking some Hoppy Nomad. Was it on special? Dude, it's always on special, man. That's just their normal <laughs> uh, six-pack. It's pretty cheap. But, Mike, you're a baller. You should be able to afford the $15 a can beers. Oh, yes. $15 a can tastes so good it does it does okay so now uh your favorite part of the podcast my least favorite part of the podcast uh mike what is episode number 318's dad joke i got dad jokes i don't think they understand though gotta think i'm funny other people never laugh though dad jokes all right matt i think you're gonna like this one it's silly it's crazy why is milk considered the fastest beverage because it gets shot out of a teat it's past your eyes before you, you see it. No. It's past your eyes before you see it. You get it? Oh, yeah. It's past your eyes. But I don't understand <laughs> before you see it. Well, slow that down and say it's past your eyes before you see it. I understand pasteurized. I understand that. <laughs> it's past my eyes before I see it. Where does the before I see it come from? Well, that's why it's the fastest. Mike, is this even from your book? <laughs> come on, man. You don't get it? No, I get it 100%. It's just not that funny. It's a it's a definite dad joke. How's that? <laughs> All right, man. All right. I'm just really trying hard not to laugh. It's one of the best dad jokes I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. That very deadpan. Yeah, now I'm just being a dick. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, how does air relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
right, Matt. This one, this one's kind of fun. Um, so for uh, this one, we're gonna use uh, Matt Damon, and uh, it's for his uh, his role on uh, Thor Ragnarok as uh, actor uh, Loki, and he was also in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder as uh, the actor for uh, Loki. Like, uh, so that was fun. Like where he's playing Loki. Oh yeah. No, I remember very well. Yes. Very, very well. Yeah. I thought those were kind of fun. So, uh, I, I figured I'd, I'd, I'd use that. Yeah, no, it works for me. So, okay, Mike, I guess we're in the spoilers so we can keep talking about spoilers. Although we've already done that some, I guess, uh, here's a question for you. Where did Chris Tucker come from? Because I figured he was dead. I haven't seen him in anything in a very long time. Uh, I don't know, man. But uh, he did a great job in his role in this movie, man. Like, I feel like all the actors were just great. There, everybody who who was had a part in this was awesome. I mean, they got some really big names for even some smaller roles. Now, granted, in the real world, they're not small, but in the film, they're small. But I, I want more Chris Tucker. And I want some more Marlon Wayans when he doesn't play something silly, stupid, and goofy. I think they both did just a very, very good job. Yeah, yeah, Marlon Wayans did do a great job. I mean, he's only in it for like a five or ten minute scene, but it was a really good scene. Oh, it was pivotal. Michael Jordan even says it was pivotal, that that man talking to uh, uh, Sonny Vaccaro. He was uh, uh, George uh, Raveling. He was a uh, one of the Olympic uh, U.S. Olympic team basketball coaches. Yeah, which which uh, Jordan was on, so he he knew Jordan, and uh, it was funny because he he told him exactly what uh, the uh, agent said. He wants this car, <laughs> and he, and he's going with this other. He said he'd do anything for anybody except for Nike. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He's like, well. He's all I try to put in a good word, man. <laughs> you know, we knew we knew Ben Affleck was going to do a bang up job. We knew Viola Davis was going to knock it out of the park. We knew Matt Damon was going to do great. Hell, we knew Jason Bateman was going to do great, just purely based on his uh, uh, more dramatic chops with uh, Ozarks on Netflix. But you know, Chris Tucker, dude, I want to see him back in front of the camera more. And I want to see Marlon Wayans back in front of the camera more. I know Marlon Wayans likes doing his goofy-ass shit. Do some more serious roles, man. You're old enough. You can do it. People will take you serious now. And I think he should. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened to uh, Chris Tucker, man. He hasn't been in anything in a long time, really, that, that I mean, I remember watching. Um, I'm, I'm just looking at his profile real quick. And he was in Silver Linings Playbook. I forgot about that. He was like, um, uh, uh, what's his face? His friend, uh, his good friend, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Mike, but that uh, was almost 10 years ago. I know, dude. I know. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. Maybe he has enough money. Maybe he's focusing on his family. Who knows? I, I would like him to do more, though, because he... Seriously, I was really impressed with him in Rush Hour. Not Rush Hour. I just saw Rush Hour. I was really impressed with him in Air. <laughs> you just watched Rush Hour? No, I just saw it come across my screen because I was looking at Chris Tucker. Oh, oh okay. All right, all right, all right. 
gotcha. Little little slip there. That's okay, Matt. That's all right. But yeah, no, uh, you know, this, this this was a good movie. You know, one thing I didn't know about this movie, Matt, when it first started to it started, was uh, that uh, Amazon made this. With, oh yeah, like, yeah, I knew about a, that because uh, I was on Prime Video the other day. And they were pushing it with the trailer and everything. And then at the end of the trailer, it says in big, bold letters, only available in theaters. Oh, yeah. So I imagine this will be on Prime Video, you know, within a month or two, I would say. The the window seems to be so short now, man. I think it's like 45 days. Well, Shazam is already out on streaming. And I missed it in the theaters. Uh, the girlfriend wants to watch it, so I might have to go rent it. But uh, yeah, I... I Shazam literally was like in the theaters like last week and it's already out on video on demand. Yeah, man. I think it's 45 days now is the window I was reading about, about it and you know, the theaters are hurting and all that. And, uh, the people that own, uh, I think Regal are coming out of bankruptcy, but everybody's not really sure what that means. And apparently they kind of sold themselves to their creditors. So I don't, I guess the creditors run the business now. Well, wasn't Amazon talking about buying like AMC or something recently? Maybe, but I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's, it was all just good pure move. speculation. Yeah. Um, and it was, this was also like a Skydance production, which was interesting. Cause usually those are like more tight, like action type movies. Right. Um, but hey, you know whatever. It was cool. Isn't uh, isn't Skydance uh, tied to Tom Cruise? Isn't that one of no, his I production think it's, companies? I think I think it's J.J. Abrams. Oh, okay. No, no, J.J. Abrams is Bad Robot. Oh yeah, no, that no, but I think he does do something with Skydance. Does he? Okay, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. I don't that. know, man. Yeah, but I just remember like, oh, this is an Amazon movie. Cause like when it first starts, though they're like um, I don't even know what you call it, like pre-roll or whatever. They're like little intro thing with where it shows like a classic theater kind of, and then it says like Amazon Studios. Yeah. W- what would you call that? I don't know. Credits. <laughs> production yeah. credits, because you know there's like nine thousand production houses that have you know three minute long intros now, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, when it started with that, I was like, oh, wow, this is an Amazon movie. Cool. I don't think I knew that. Um, I'd seen many trailers for it. I just don't remember them highlighting that it was an Amazon movie, Amazon Studios or whatever. So anyway, that was cool, man. Uh, But uh, yeah, this was a good movie. I'm still... uh, uh, it, It was... And oh, I also loved how they handled Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, by not showing his face. Yeah, never. I loved it. So okay, okay. I talked about this with Lisa. So I will start off by talking this way. The reason why I saw it Air Twice is I went on Wednesday and saw it with my buddy because everything came out on Wednesday because of Easter. I get a phone call Thursday morning from Lisa saying, "Hey, I'm gonna go watch that movie tonight. You want to go with me?" Lisa never goes and watches movies in the theater ever. Her husband would love to go. Scott, owner of Prescott Glass and Mirror. Sorry, I had to throw that out there because he paid for everything. I I promised him I would mention it at least eight or nine times on the radio program the next day, and I did. And she just laughed every single time I said it. But anyways, um, they said, uh, we'll pay for everything. If you want to go, let's go tonight at 730. And I'm like, well, 
I've never seen a movie with you and we've been doing this for four years. Let's do it. And so I watched it two days in a row and I loved it as much as I did the first time. It This movie is incredible. It's a very good movie. It might be because I'm a sucker for a good old fashioned American underdog story. And that's what this is, both in Michael Jackson and in, in Nike. But I really enjoy this movie. I, it's absolutely freaking fantastic. Yeah, Matt, it was is is Michael Jordan. He said Michael Jackson. Close, but it's okay. This is what happens when you don't get enough sleep. <laughs> Thanks for correcting me, Mike. Keep being me honest. I'm not gonna go and edit that out. Sorry, everybody. I'm just not. But yeah, my allergies on top of getting like four hours of sleep. It was Rattlers, man. I had my first Rattlers game this weekend. So I spent all day on Sunday editing until two thirty in the morning. So Whoa, dude, I thought you gave that up. No, I didn't give it up. I still do it. Just I don't do it full like full time. I don't shoot every single game now. I switch with one of my buddies. No. But yeah, I'm still All shooting right. like five or six games this season. So Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Um Yeah, I don't uh, I'm trying to think of anything else I could say. I I, I liked uh I don't know. I, I just liked all the different things about it. It was interesting how they came up with like the name Air Jordan, and uh, I think that was real with the when they were doing the creative stuff and and the fines, dude. That was awesome. Like for color, I didn't realize that you couldn't have like colorful shoes uh, back then, um, and I I really think that changed pretty much right after Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, have you seen any of the shoes today? I mean, Jesus, man. They're blinding some of those shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, It's still fascinating that the Jordans are as popular now still. Like, they're they're like legends. The, dude, he, he is a legend. And the shoes reflect that, you know? I mean, and it's not just shoes now. It's everything. You know, he has shirts. He has shoes. He has hats. He has everything. It's like its own brand. No, I know. It's just weird. It, I mean, it was brilliant. It was, uh, it was, you know, thinking about looking back on it, it's like, he, he wants a piece of the industry. And they're like, uh, I guess, why not? <laughs> oh, they're like, that's not how it works. And it has set a precedent for professional athletes from here on out. I mean, they make a shit ton of money to begin with. So it's not like... <laughs> You know, we're giving, they're getting starved for their level of competency when it comes to playing sports. I mean, they're making a good fucking living compared to the rest of us schlubs. But if you're going to be using their likeness and their name and selling your product with their shit on there, it makes sense to get compensated. I wish that's how it worked in my world. But, uh, you know, the newspaper world, I get just enough to be uh, poor. So... I've I've had way too much talks about my former career these past like three or four days. It's been rough. But anyways, um Mike, next week, what movie are we watching? Oh, we're gonna watch uh Winfield. Uh looks it looks uh looks looks really good, man. With uh Nick Cage and um Oh uh, Nicholas Holt. I forget his name. N- yeah, Nicholas Holt. It look it looks fun. And Aquafina. Oh, yeah, Aquafina is in it. I forgot about that. <laughs> yep, it's going to be a comedy 
uh, fantasy horror film, and it is Mike only ninety three minutes long. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to crave the old ninety minute movies, man. I, I prefer the ninety minute movies, but you know, honestly, Air did not feel that long. It was over two hours. I think it was uh, what two and a was it two and a half or was it two? No, it just under it was, two, an hour and fifty one. Yeah, I think minutes. it was. Yeah. And I think for this kind of film, it worked out well. But, uh, oh, oh, that's right. That's one thing I forgot to talk about before I got off on my tirade. Um, so they never show Michael Jordan's face as an actor in air. They only, you, they only see the back of him and the back of his head and all that stuff. I have a very good guess on why, and we discussed it on the radio. All the clips that they used in the film are all newsworthy clips of Michael Jordan. So it's all stuff like throughout his career, you know, and like, you know, his dad being shot and all that stuff. That's all what you would call open source. That's all public domain. You can use that stuff because it's newsworthy stuff and you don't have to pay for it. I bet you Michael Jordan's likeness, he would want to get paid for even having someone stand in and not looking like him, but just representing him and showing his face. So that is my guess on why, um, you don't see his face in the film because they would have had to give Michael Jordan an even bigger piece than they probably already did. Huh? Okay. I, I kind of think that for this movie, although it is, uh, squarely centered around him, his talents and, and becoming, uh, you know, like signing with, with the shoe company and kind of like doing that. I feel like it wasn't as much about him as it was about the story of how, the shoe became, I don't know, the icon, like, I don't know. So I, I kind of liked that they didn't do that, but you're, you're probably right, man. You're probably right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it might be because that, but it, it's not a story about Michael Jordan. It's a story about the guys that came up with the shoe and came up with the brand Air Jordan. It's a, that's what it's about. It's about the, it's actually not even about that. It's mostly about Sonny Vaccaro. Yeah, I mean it's it's about Sonny Vaccaro, but like I don't know, it it is about the creation of like how this how this idea became about and Sonny Vaccaro having the crazy idea of uh spending their entire budget on one player. Like we need we need at least three, maybe four. Like just things that didn't happen. I also loved how well that Sonny knew the competition, like knew the other brands. He's like, All right, so this is what they're gonna tell you. And it was like, it was like right on. Um, I, I know some of this stuff's embellished, but I, I imagine that was fairly accurate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially how Sonny was trying to recruit other players and stuff. I'm sure they told him what all they did. And he probably knows the guys for being in the industry as well. Now Adidas, that was, you know, across the pond, but Converse. Yeah. I'm sure he knew the guys at Converse that he was competing against. I'm sure they met at conferences or whatever, but Adidas, you know, just knowing that the head of Adidas died and it's going to be a fight because it's a family-owned business, yeah, that's pretty easy to predict. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but it was just, um, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, there's so many great scenes. Uh, I mean, Viola Davis is only in this a little bit, but you know, of course, she just knocks it out of the park. And I don't know. This was just. Uh, uh, like I feel like the actors, it was like an easy, like they got the script and like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. This is great. Rumor is that 
Viola Davis was requested by Michael Jordan to play his mom and that he wanted the role to be bigger and that he was not going to sign off on the film if Viola Davis did not play his mom. It's just a rumor. Oh, okay. But anyways, so, all right, Mike, how many reels do you give Air? I'm going to give Air uh, five, five out of five reels, man. Dude, you beat me on the shit. Wow. Five. Perfect score. Wow. I'm shunned. I'm shocked. I'm surprised. I'm not shunned, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're shunned. <laughs> see, see, I just can't talk today. Uh, Sh- shunned, 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 shunned. Uh, shame. And then hit the bell. Shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I, I give Air four and a half. I, I think it was absolutely incredible. There's some things that could have been a little bit better, like like we talked about. I wish uh, Violet Davis would have had a little bit bigger role because that was a very important character. But uh, other than that, you know, there's really not a whole lot wrong with it. And the script is absolutely amazing. If you listen to the words and listen how they pronounce them and what they are, the script is just very, very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ben Affleck had some fun with his character because he was kind of a... Uh... I don't know how you'd classify him. New agey kind of like Eastern philosophies kind of dude. Yeah. Well, and that's supposedly how that guy really was. Yeah. No, I know. But it like, it looked like he kind of had fun doing some of that stuff. Oh, I'm sure he did. I, I was shocked to see Ben Affleck running though. <laughs> in, in those like tight, like, I don't know, hundred percent eighties, like spandexy whatever's. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. The hot pink running spandex with hot pink shorts. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, weird. That is some weird color combinations. And I was like, I bet that's real. <laughs> oh, yeah. They probably didn't have to go far to get that costume. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But that that was fun. Well, all right, Mike, anything else you want to add to uh, this week's episode number 317, our review and discussion of air? Oh, do you think the uh, there's like a... The Nike cultures kind of like flash throughout the movie, like um, like I don't know, like their, I don't know. It's almost seemed like their mantras, or, or I, I don't even know what you would call that. But like, do you think that was real? And do you think those are still the same ones? Because they were kind of like cutthroat. Some of those. Um, I don't know if they're the same ones today, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they built the company on. Yeah, because it's like, you don't win until you win or whatever. Like, <laughs> you don't go home until you've won or something. Like, there was some interesting, like, kind of quotes. I don't remember them all, all off the top of my head, but it was like, huh. Well, dude, I mean, they were the underdog. They they had, what, 17% share of the market back in 1984. And now it's like probably 95. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what it is now, but I mean, for... for uh, Michael Jordan to get four hundred million in passive revenue a year—that's nuts, dude. That's a lot of money. Because think about that's it. That's just that they're making what four billion, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's what ten percent. Yeah, they never said how much percentage they gave him, but I mean, uh, he, I'm sure he renegotiated later on. But in the movie, they just said a percentage. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I would love to know what, but I don't think anybody knows except for Nike and Michael Jordan. Yeah, uh, I do love that. Uh, uh, when Viola Day's character is like, oh, you know, it's just a little thing. I think it's a clerical error. I mean, you, you could have just missed it. Uh, it doesn't have his percentage in there. Yeah. No, that was good. <laughs> she she was very good at talking. I don't want to say manipulating, 
but uh, she was very good at discussing and arguing. And I mean, she's the reason why he even gets anything because I don't think Michael Jordan would have realized that kind of stuff. He was just a kid. He was 18, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, uh, no, but that was such a sly, um, awesome <laughs> uh, thing. I, I, I really like that. I'm sure it went down something like that. Well, unless you got anything else to add. Let's roll with the punches. All right, Matt. Um, I'm excited for uh, next week's movie, Renfield. I think this is Nick Cage's comeback. Dude, I don't think he ever went anywhere. I even made the well, joke. He- I even made the joke on the radio last week. If you go and listen to it, that uh, Nick Cage, you know the white Sam Jackson. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, anyway, dude, he's in everything. Come on, he, he's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. But a lot of his stuff's been more B movies, where where Sam Jackson still kept it in I don't know small parts and just about everything that comes out. But they're more like A list. There was a time period where neither one of them was saying no to work. All right, all right, okay. Well, with that, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next week on the podcast. Hey, and uh, try and go out there and go watch a movie. Either Air or uh, Super Mario Brothers or um, John Wick 4. Just go out there. Go see a movie. The movie theaters are hurt. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, catch us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll uh, talk at you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Hi, this is Ma Hincha with episode number eight of Ma Losing Her Cookies. I've already lost them. Hi. That's the point. That's why it's called Ma Hincha Loses Her Cookies, because your cookies are gone. So, sorry, folks. We tried. We tried to get Ma to intro her own segment. And we'll get there. You know, Ma Hinchon loses her cookies of the Real Film Nerds podcast. Real Film Nerds podcast episode number 318. This week, Ma, we're talking about a movie that I've already talked about three fucking times. This makes four. And I've seen it twice. It's a good movie, but I don't know if it deserves this much publicity. Jesus. We're talking about the brand new film directed by Ben Affleck Starring Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, Ben Affleck, Viola Davis, Chris Tucker, Matthew Maher, Jay Moore. It's called Air. It's about Air Jordans. Ma, why the hell didn't you buy me a pair of Air Jordans when I was a child? Because I couldn't afford them because they were too expensive. But now you're Good filthy rich, please. and you buy my nephew's brand new everything that they want, So, and I couldn't get a pair of shoes. I do not buy them everything they want. And no, I can't even afford that now. Oh, they're probably really expensive now. I Mom, don't know. Why do you hate, hate me so much and love Heather and Meredith so much more? I never bought them any Air Jordans either. So there. No, but you bought them shoes and dollies and everything else they wanted. Well, I bought you shoes and dollies. They just weren't 
Nikes or anything. You bought <laughs> me dollies? Well, Star Wars critters. Star Wars critters? Are yeah. these critters still in your closet? Have they died? No, is they're still in my closet. <laughs> is that why your closet smells? No, no, no. Are they Star Wars gerbils? No. <laughs> I actually have your original Star Wars characters from when you were a kid, the first movie you saw. <laughs> is that the first movie I ever saw? Well, maybe not, but it's one Mom, of them. <laughs> you do know the original Star Wars came out in 1977. Where was I in 1977? You weren't born yet, so yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, all right. So are we hey. going to talk about air, or are you going to keep talking about how horrible of a mother you are? No, no. Well, yeah, that's true. I am bad. But anyway, let's talk about the movie because it was so very good. And I even teared up and cried a little bit at the end. And I liked it very much. Is it and because I thought, you never bought me a pair of Air Jordans? No. Because that's why I cried at the end. Oh, is that? Oh, darn. You know how much well, those shoes are worth now if you have a pair that's not used? Not used? Who's going to buy a pair of those tennis shoes and not use them? A lot of people. Really? They did? Yeah. People collect shoes oh. like they collect everything else. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Uh, ooh. Oh, well, we didn't. I didn't. You know. Yes, Mom, I, I do know. It was one of the most traumatizing events of my childhood. Not getting oh, your Jordans. Fiddle. Oh, fiddle. Anyway. Okay, so what about the movie? I thought Matt Damon did a great job. He wasn't uh, hyper crazy, uh, but he was really trying to do this, and he got it across without, you know, it showed how he did it and how he worked with the mom, and uh, I thought the mom just had such faith in her son that he was going to be a great basketball player, and wait a minute, she was right. And I, that's why, to me, the shoes were fabulously famous, because he was fabulously famous. And, and I thought it was very good. There you go. So Michael Jordan's mom, Dolores Jordan, bought him a pair of Jordan, Air Jordans when he was growing up. So what's your excuse? Mm, I don't know. Had three kids. Uh, you bought, I bet you if Heather wanted a pair of Air Jordans, she would have got them. Oh, no, she would not have. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, so, Ma, yes? what else do you want to talk about this movie? You just want to talk about Viola Davis? Oh, I love the period feelings of 1984 and the music and and. They even had a phone like the one we had in the movie. Oh, I remember the good old days of telephones and, uh, you know, cars and everything. It, it was really done very well. Now, in your you know. pit of Cracoon, also known as your closet, um, do you have any more hot pink spandex from the 80s? Because I'm betting you do. No, I don't 
And I even gave away all my bell bottoms from the 70s. So and that I only really took cleaned what? things out. That only took, what, 40 yeah, years? 40 years, something like 50 that. 50 years yeah. for you to get rid of the bell bottoms. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, yeah. and people call me the hoarder of the family. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm pretty there, too. Yes. I, I am. I still have your baby shoes. And boy, well, that's something. <laughs> I have seen people go into your closet and never return. <laughs> that, that's true. It's the pit of Crackoon from Star Wars. Oh. Not the Crackoon, the Scarlet, the Sarlacc pit. Damn it. <laughs> Whatever that pit was, Same you're thing. right. Same thing. Yep. yep. You never know what you're going to... I came up with some toys that I know I bought in the 90s, early 90s, probably. But you know what? I gave them away. Were they so, good you toys? Know, I did good. Well... I don't know if they were that great, really, but, you know. What if you gave away a toy that was worth $10,000? I probably would shoot myself now. I can't well, Maybe you did. All. How do you know? I don't know, really. I don't. Because, yeah, they were either late 80s or early 90s toys, and I'm like, these are still in my closet <laughs> I brushed the cobwebs off, scared the mice away, and <laughs> donated them. <clears throat> so anyway, but I'm holding on to all the Transformers. There you go. What Except Transformers? they boxes. Oh, I have a bunch of Transformers. <laughs> oh. But they're so, not in boxes. So you know we are supposed to talk about a movie, right? Oh, yes. Anyway, I enjoyed... The uh, feelings of the 80s, and the mom was even washing the dishes by hand. Wow. You know, and they lived in that house. When he met her, They, the five generations had lived in that same home. I thought that was very interesting. They didn't say the same home. They said on the shores of that area, you know, off that river. Oh, yeah. They didn't say yeah. the same home. Well, okay. Same area then. And present time now, she even has a, uh, a foundation at North Carolina, University of North Carolina, I believe, which is very interesting. And she's 81. Now. Yeah, 81 now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So are you and Dolores Jordan going to be best friends? I don't think so, but I'm very proud of her. She was a really good mom. And so, I think her where son, did you drop the ball then? Well, I don't know. I just dropped them all over the place. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh no! You're a you're a good son. You really are. So oh, no, Michael Jordan. Well, no. I guess we won't call a shoe a, a Hinshaw shoe. Darn! But oh well. Yeah, you can get some air air real film nerds. That's it. <laughs> Air real film nerds. That's fun. Okay, what else would you like to add about this film? Or are you done talking and boring uh, our listeners to sleep? I thought it was just very interesting about Adidas. And 
I knew Adidas was popular. I didn't know it was the number one kind of shoe at that time. And now, I mean, Adidas is still big in clothing and stuff. I'm, I guess shoes. I don't know. I don't buy tennis shoes anymore. Only Crocs. <laughs> yeah, know. so those of you who want to buy and invest in a good shoe stock, uh, buy Crocs because Ma Hinshaw buy, buys like three pairs a week. Yep. <laughs> I still I don't understand them. why you buy Crocs. Why can't you buy shoes that have padding in them that would help you walk? But, you know, I, I'm not going to argue with you. No, don't. It's okay. What okay, so. Shoes? What? Uh, what was the other shoe company? Uh, Converse. It was Converse. Right, Converse. Adidas were the two, the big two players Those in this. Those were the uh, two big Big competition, right, right. Converse was the one that actually had almost all the basketball shoes, but Adidas, you know, was pretty big too. But Converse had the big names. They had like, you know, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and, Really? I didn't know that. Mom, did you sleep through that part? No, I was busy having babies when I was 40. I was talking about the movie, but I really didn't need to <laughs> know about your birthing us children when you were well into your 40s. That's probably why we're all so screwed up. That's it. You know? <laughs> no, but anyway, uh, I wasn't aware that that. Well, and I think that basketball was not the, uh, maybe I'm nuts. Was it that big a sport back then? I don't know. I wasn't alive. Oh, that's well, you were alive in 81. Yes, but mom, how would I know how big basketball was in 1984 or before? I guess you wouldn't because you were still wearing diapers and carrying your bottle around. Oh, no, no, I guess not. Hmm. In 1984? yeah maybe you'd given up your diapers by then okay oh lord (laughs) anyway this podcast is too personal i'm gonna stop doing this jazz i know this is terrible but anyway no i didn't know i thought maybe that you know michael jordan between michael jordan and magic and all that that basketball became more popular as as it went on and now it's very popular well of course when you have superstars it's popular mom oh yes because they're so good well i don't know did you watch basketball when you were in college and in this in the 40s i was in the 20s no hey and I went to all the ASU basketball games. Pardon me, I did. They were pretty good, but not great at that time. In 1963 and 64 and all that. No, they were good, but they weren't fabulous, you know. Were you blown <laughs> away when Henry Ford pulled up with his Model T to take you to oh, a basketball game? Shush. That's not even nice. Shame on you. Just shame. (laughs) Okay, so I think I've had enough of your shenanigans. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was a good movie, folks. And I liked it. And I recommend you go see it. There.
So how many cookies do you give Air? Four and a half. Four and a half cookies out of five cookies. Mm -hmm. What kind of cookies this week? Are they Milano's? What are those? I have the no Pepperidge idea. Farm cookies. Oh, those! Yes. Well, they may be because I haven't had a chance to bake any cookies yet. Come on, you ruined the illusion that you actually make cookies for our listeners. I do, and I I think uh, Mexican wedding cookies are, are one on my list. I love those. Oh, anyway, and I might, but you have to chop the nuts real small, but they're fun. Okay. Okay. Well, Ma, what are we watching next week? We are watching Renfield. Okay. Yes. And what is it Renfield? Nicholas Cage is in it, and it's about Dracula and his sidekick Renfield. Are you excited? And I am. I want to go see it. I am really excited. I think it will be fun. Okay, what else I would like, you like to add? Or are you done with the podcast for this week? Well, I think I've ruined your uh, image enough. I guess I'm finished, okay? <laughs> I don't know what you mean, ruin my image enough. Well, you know. I'm not sure there is anything you can ruin. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, why don't you take us out then? Well, um, uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, join us next week for Real Film Nerds. Bye.